Hello, and welcome to episode 49 of everyone's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. My name is Nick Rose. I am here to answer the age-old question, what exactly would Meatloaf not do for love? My guess has always been butt stuff, but, um, you know. <laughs> With an introduction like that, let's get the theme started. We got a lot to cover today. Uh, here we go. <laughs> There's a little bit of throwback for you. I uh, decided to play the original theme song. Why? Because I could. It's my show. That's what I do. <laughs> so um, it is still October, which means we are still running through our Halloween episodes. And I got a really good response from the, the Spooky Stories episode from last week. And uh, I was requested to do more of those. So um, I'm going to do five more scary stories for you this week. How was everyone's week so far? Um, there's one thing I didn't touch on. Um, we all know about it. We've all been hearing about it. Those stupid clowns hanging around uh, the U.S. <laughs> kind of haunting everybody. I don't understand what it is about people getting dressed up uh, like a clown and uh, scaring people. That's exciting or whatever. Uh, I get it if you're working a haunted house or something like that. But to uh, <clears throat> but to threaten people and and uh, uh, mostly scare school kids, uh, that's what I got a problem with. And um, I read this cool article the other day. I said, there's now a guy dressing up like Batman uh, going around and uh, taking care of these clowns. And I think that's awesome and amazing. And if I wasn't so um, uh, anti-outdoors, <laughs> I would do the same thing, man. Uh, it's ridiculous. So if you're if you're out there uh, dressing up like an idiot and going out there scaring kids with weapons and stuff, stop it. it it's not funny. Um, the biggest thing, I mean, I don't want... I don't want Halloween to be ruined. We have so many things uh, against us this year um, and growing up and stuff. The, the times aren't like they used to be, and they seem to be getting worse and worse as the days go by. But to, to ruin a, a favorite holiday of many people like that, you know, stop it, okay? Because Halloween's supposed to be fun. And if this keeps up, then they're going to ban stuff, and, you know, people aren't going to want to open their doors, <laughs> I already don't want to open my doors, but, uh, you know, it's going to be hard to to trust giving giving candy out to kids because you don't know if someone's going to break in and all that stuff. So anyway, I just wanted to touch on that. Um, what else? Not much else is going on. Um, sitting here with the dog, uh, doing stuff, hanging out, being cool, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, but I, I do have uh, five more stories for you guys. Uh, this is going to be a part two um, episode, so I'm glad you guys like that. Keep up with the, the positive responses. I love that. I love the interaction with you guys, so um, let's do that. Uh, first, I'm going to play a song like I always do, and then we'll get into our stories. Um, I realize I haven't been doing the, the recommendations, so I got some recommendations for you this, this week as well. Um, so yeah, I'll see you guys in a couple minutes. Let's, let's do another Halloween-related song. Look into my nightmare 
And there you have it. I'm getting chills already. <laughs> uh, and I, I know, I know, you're going to be quick to criticize me. I understand. I get you. I played that last Halloween. But uh, it's a goodie, but an oldie. So I'm going to do it every Halloween, if I feel like. Because it's my show. What are you going to do about it? Just listen, because I have a microphone. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I'm in a great mood. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start these stories here. <clears throat> and these are actually uh, compiled up again. Uh, from the same Reddit page that I found him on last week, uh, kind of saved the page and as, as a stay tuned. So uh, I, again, I didn't write these stories. I'm going to give full credit to the guys that wrote them. Um, I didn't ask for their permission, but uh, hey, man, free exposure, right? So <coughs> get my storytelling voice on. <laughs> I love these too because I mean, look, man, we're all storytellers in in one way or another. And it's great to have this medium to uh, go out to the world. And uh, I don't know. That's what the Internet should be all about, man. It's not, you know, hate speeches and um, all the other uh, entitled millennial junk that you find. Um, I love storytelling. That's why I do this show. That's why I continue to do it. And I'm going to tell you some stories. So here we go. (coughs) Sorry. Number one. Uh, This is titled... He stood against my window by, I'm sorry, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, uh, Sabathuk? <laughs> anyway, here we go. I don't know why I looked up, but when I did, I saw him there. He stood against my window, his forehead rested against the glass, and his eyes were still light, and he smiled a lipstick-red cartoonish grin. And he just stood there in my window. My wife was upstairs sleeping, my son was in his crib, And I couldn't move. I froze and watched him looking past me through the glass. Oh, please no. His smile never moved, but he put a hand up and slid it down the glass, watching me. With matted hair and yellow skin and face through the window, I couldn't do anything. I just stayed there, frozen, feet still in the bushes I was pruning, looking into my home. He stood against my window. All right. Everyone's okay. Good start, right? So, uh, they get creepy. Here we go. Number two, uh, The Happiest Day of My Life by Reclutus. I watched as my soon-to-be father-in-law held his daughter's hand as he walked her down the aisle. Tears streamed down his face as the wedding march that played in the background reminded him that in a few minutes, he would be watching me hold his daughter's hand and slipping on her ring. He walked up to the altar, and I took hold of her hand, grinning from ear to ear. It was the happiest day of my life. My bride's father got down on his knees and started begging, Please, I did what you asked. Just please give me my daughter back. I glared at him. Shut up and stop ruining the moment. If you sit back down and enjoy the ceremony, maybe I'll tell you where I've hidden the rest of her body. Yeah, see, that's a a creepy one right there. (coughs) Number three. This is called So I Lost My Phone by Lynx. Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table we were sitting at, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered, gave out a low, raspy giggle, and hung up. They didn't answer again. I eventually gave it up as a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone laying on my nightstand, right where I left it. And what's creepier than that, right? 
Okay. <coughs> Number four. This one's kind of a long one. Um, this one was. This one was too good to pass up. Here we go. It's called Hidden by uh, KMA Puck. Where are you? I scream. Panicked, I run through the abandoned farm. I can't find her. Not in the old house. Not in the barn. I run into the empty field, heart racing. As I scan the area, I run into a mound of dirt and trip, sprawling to the ground. Getting up, it hits me. Abandoned farm? I tripped over freshly tilled earth. Crouching down, I start frantically clawing with my hands, scooping handfuls of dirt. I hit something hard. Wood. Are you in there? I cry, pressing my ear to the wood. I hear muffled cries. I start digging again, but realize it's taking too long. Looking around, I see a garden shed. I sprint to it, ripping the door open. I see a shovel still caked in dirt, probably the same one that bastard buried her with. I grab it. Running back, I started digging with purpose. Soon the wooden box is exposed. I toss the shovel and rip open the crate. She stares back at me, eyes wide, bound, gagged, but alive. <sighs> I sigh with relief. Thank God. I reach into my bag, pulling out my rag and chloroform. I crouch down, placing it over her face. She struggles, faints. I toss her over my shoulder. Ha <laughs> ha, my brother says as I walk back to the truck with a smirk. You found her. Yep, you almost had me though, I laugh. All right, my turn. Where did you put her? I gesture to the creek area. Somewhere over there. Uh, drowning's an issue though. Jerk, he says, running off. I smile, watching him go. I love adult hide-and-seek. <laughs> now, that's a good twist. I like that one. <coughs> oh, man. See, I'm a terrible person here. I'm going to have to add this in the show notes. I didn't get the title of of uh, number five, but uh, this was also on Reddit. This was actually written uh, recently. Um, <clears throat> so, sorry. Untitled. Number five. I'll write it in the show notes. I'll give credit to the guy that wrote it. On October 19th, 1999... A 16-year-old boy named Jacob Hirsch killed his little sister, Anne. He was never convicted because his lawyer and a psychologist convinced the jury that he was mentally ill. But it was so obviously him. Only Jacob had such patience. Only Jacob had such an obsessive attention to detail. Only Jacob had such a disturbed mind, such a blatant disregard for human empathy. I should know. I'm his older sister. The investigators came to our parents for information, but they couldn't answer in any fashion other than crying and statements denying his involvement. <coughs> Mom and Dad had found her body when they arrived home from their weekly date night. They opened the front door and saw what remained of her hanging under the ceiling fan by a noose. Even after the police removed the body, they were still in shock. It was up to me to fill up the gaps. And I remembered every incident with Jacob, and I told him everything about all the animals he had killed and hid from our parents, about all the gropes, abuse, and threats he had subjected me to, it all mattered to them. The investigation resulted in a plethora of physical evidence. Field experts on the forensics team collected fingerprints from the knife he had used to slice Anne's skin down to the bone. Jacob was covered in blood, Anne's blood. When questioned, neighbors recalled hearing screams from our house, screams that lasted for hours before his act was discovered. He took his time torturing her took his time cutting into her and removing things and scraping off her flesh. They had so many questions for me, but the one that they wanted the one that they wanted the answer to the most was why. Why would he inflict so much pain and brutality on an innocent life, on someone who loved him? I answered in eight words. He loved Halloween, especially those hanging skeleton decorations. 
All right, man. So there's your top five. There's your uh, five spooky stories to get you through the week. Uh, tell friends. Tell your family. Tell your relatives. Tell them around the campfire. Same as uh, last week's episode. So you now have ten spooky stories to get you in the Halloween spirit. Um, what I'm going to do now, um, I'm actually going to do a recommendation for you guys. And I don't have the theme song. Um, all that's been lost to the ether. But um, right now, I'm going to give you five... Um, Halloween movies to watch uh, with your significant other or friends or family or by yourself even in the dark, eating a Snickers bar, uh, clutching onto your pillow and puppy dog tightly. (laughs) (coughs) So I got five recommendations for you. And it's not the normal like Evil Dead, uh, Blair Witch or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, the same ones we go through every year. Number one on the list, I actually just recently watched these. I'm going to give you uh, the movie and its sequel, 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. Very underrated movies, uh, British films, um, about the, about a zombie outbreak. Um, really good movies. Uh, I think they're... Uh, I think they're really uh, forgotten. Nobody really, nobody really watches those, but uh, watch them. They're they're good. I recommend them. Uh, number two, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, I know there's a lot of controversy with that, but I love Rob Zombie's films, uh, except for that uh, that one. Was it Salem or the the one about the witches? That one was terrible. Don't watch that one. Watch Halloween. Um, say what you will about Halloween too, but watch Halloween. That one's good. Uh, three, Dead Alive. If you're looking for campy, uh, humorous zombie horror. Watch Dead Alive. It is awesome. It's got a really crazy uh, uh, lawnmower scene and uh, uh, like a ninja priest. I don't know. It, I can't sell it enough. It's a great movie. Dead Alive. Number four, Wolf. I don't know why nobody remembers Wolf. I grew up loving this movie. It's got Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer in it. And uh, basically Jack Nicholson gets bit by a werewolf and becomes a werewolf. Great movie. Number five, the classic. Lost Boys. I've been wanting to watch that for uh, for a few weeks now, so I'm going to probably put that one in tonight. Uh, Lost Boys. It's probably one of the only good things Joel Nipplesuit Schumacher ever did. And it, re- eh, it doesn't redeem him for what he did to the Batman franchise, but it was about 10, what, 10, 12 years before that. So uh, watch The Lost Boys. It's about vampires. It's got Corey Feldman and Corey Haim in it. And Kiefer Sutherland. It's even got a small little cameo by Alex Winter, uh, who played Bill from Bill and Ted. So, um, watch The Lost Boys. If you've missed out on that one, go back and check that out. Um, that's that. So, uh, what are your top five uh, horror movies this, this uh, season? And uh, what are your top five uh, scary stories? If you have any good ones, send them to me, man. I'll feature it next week. Uh, you can email me at kissmember34 at gmail.com. as K-I-S-S-M-E-M-B-R-34 at gmail.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook at facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay. Um, and I also have merchandise, and I do apologize for last week. I guess I've been giving out the wrong URL for it. So uh, I don't know if you guys have been able to check it out. It's actually cafepress.com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise. Not official merchandise, just merchandise. So type that in. I got two pages of uh, wonderful items, mugs, wallets, uh, keychains, magnets, um, tumbler glasses. The tumbler glasses are my favorite, but there's also t-shirts and hats as well. Uh, go ahead and support your love for the show. Uh, send me a picture and I will feature it on the website. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at kissmember34, uh, youtube.com slash kissmember34 if you want to watch some old acoustic videos that I've done. Um, I'm on iTunes. 
Uh, the show is free on iTunes. You can go there. This podcast is just okay. And whether you listen to it on iTunes or not, at least go there so you can leave me a, a review. Rating, review, five stars if you love it, one stars if you hate it, three stars if you're in the middle. It's okay. Um, what else? I think that's it, man. Uh, you're already on SoundCloud, I, I'm guessing. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash this podcast is just okay if you're listening to it on iTunes. Um, but for now, I guess that's uh, that's all I got for you this week. Um, stay frosty. Um, stay whatever. And uh, enjoy your day. Um, have a week, and I will catch you guys next time. Uh-oh.